0: Okay, it is Wednesday, May 10. It's been a while, but I am here today with my very good buddy, CJ. CJ, how are you today?
1: I am feeling wonderful, and you didn't mention the time. I think it's important to mention that. It's Mm. 10.57 a.m. Yes, we're getting to that. And we've already played 18 holes.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, CJ, if I told you that um, there is one downside of public course golf, in your mind, what would it be? Notoriously slow play. Exactly. And we teed off at Whalen Country Club today at 7.20. And when did we walk up the course?
1: 10.20.
0: Yes, we did. Three hour round. That was a fist bump. Three hour round. And we... Took a long time at the turn. Yes, we... Well, one of us took a long time at the (laughs) turn. Revenge of the
1: habanero wings for me. (laughs) I literally sat in the cart and waited for you. I'm like, what the... You know... Becomes obvious what's going on. No, night. I know,
0: I know what was going yeah. on. I believe me, I understood, and I fully respect. I've been there, but yeah, that was a long one, CJ. Yeah. Well, Whoever I
1: had, came in, I, I have no regrets. I had a, we had a golf community meeting yesterday, and afterward went to Max and Leo's with Rick and Bock. And make don't you. forget me. We got some wings. They were delicious. They just, they're just a little painful. Those are, Max and Leo's wings are awesome. They
0: have a lot of good stuff. But you have to be prepared to pay the piper, right? You guys, you, you guys had a nice. I'm pretty sure I
1: clogged the piper.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) I didn't go into that bathroom. Is there only one, one stall? There's two. Oh, okay. So, so you, someone's going to go in after you and be like WTF, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. All right. Um, Also, going back to Max and Leo's. You guys did a nice job, you and Rickenback and yesterday, of not ordering pizza and still having a nice little spread. I did not eat because my wife made me soul. I don't know if you heard. I'm on a weight loss.
1: Yeah, Rickenback is too, and so we did no carb. We got wings and meatballs. Yeah, so.
0: was, you got two sets of wings, one bone in, one bone out. Yep, yes. Yeah, so and we, the meatballs. Those yeah, meatballs yeah. look good. They were really good. The fact that I did not eat any of those is... Tremendous that that's Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying here. Um, I got a couple things. Look, this is going to be a... If you're listening today and you're used to the half-hour version, strap in.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: This one might be big. We haven't done it in a while. We got a lot to talk about. But I got a couple things I'm going to say. You don't know this is coming, but I want to say them anyway. Number one, um, I don't know if you notice, I normally lead with my good friend, CJ, but today I said my very good friend, CJ. And do you know
1: why? I did notice that. Do you know why? Because you have gained respect for me because we, we tied a match today. No, that is not why.
0: It's because, as you understand, I am not playing it in the shot up right now, and you've been very gracious to come out and play with me at other courses. I mean, you don't have to play Whalen. We had a great day today, but you don't have to Wayland's play there. a cool, I
1: like Waylon. And
0: uh, I would... Give a shout-out to some of my buddies that have also been, you know, very accommodating to me, Uh Bill Crooker, who's played with me at least twice. And, by the way, Bill Crooker is a little upset that we keep calling, calling him a sandbagger. He's not a sandbagger. He's just a guy that can, you know, turn it on in in, in spurts. I think his
1: handicap is higher. And then we'll talk about his golf game after. I do think so his golf. handicap is higher because he plays a lot of courses. Uh-huh. If you play a lot of courses, your handicap is going to be higher. Not and only that, because
0: you're, you're, I've only played with him elsewhere, obviously, yeah. and he's good Everywhere. on the road yeah. because he just has a game that fits all courses. Yeah. So, uh, And also, obviously, Brendan Driscoll, who also mentioned to me that he hates the fact that I say he's not mentally up for playing. Now, granted, we've had a couple of rounds where he you know, gave it up at the end, like at Whalen, which you did not do today. We'll get to that. But Brendan is a gamer. And I've seen it. So I'm walking that back. Uh, I would play with Brendan any time. I assume at some point you, you Twy Cap, just will put Brendan and I together in the Twy. So I just wanted to point those two no, things Brendan's, out. They've Brendan's been great. A
1: very good player. I, he, we, we did a match. It was short me against him and Digby at Redtail uh, before Neshatik opened. And they went into 18 down one. And, and that's, that's a tough par five. And Driscoll's approach shot was so tight that he got like shouts and applause from the deck, there you from come. people wow. watching. And Driscoll loves it. He needs, drained drained the birdie. Driscoll needs accolades. Drained know that. the birdie putt, so I you can't say he's not clutch. No, the guy the guy can clutch up. He just you know I you know we all we all hit our bad shots. Sure. As, you know sometimes you can recover, sometimes not. Um, but yeah, Brennan's a very good player.
0: Yeah, and so uh, so we've straightened those out. I will say that guys like Rickenbach, have played with me elsewhere. Obviously Angelo. Um, Kenny Gates has been unbelievable. As I told you, I've gone to TPC with him, I'm going to Oak Hill yeah, with him.
1: You remember anyone who doesn't know Kenny Gates yeah, should Kenny's meet him. The he's there's nothing like there's some people you see at the club. Gary obviously come in, he's like big hellos and all that. Kenny's a guy, you see him and you see him at the club and he's just like, Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he's like always like so energetic and yep. happy to see Greg people. Got- like he's he's just a he's just electric. He's a great guy to be around. I'm gonna have at least ten hours of Kenny on Friday. It's a lot of Kenny. Ten hours
0: of Kenny. <laughs> and Kenny, if you're listening, it's a lot of Scott. <laughs> Actually, that's I mean, uh, people. If I put that up for bid, people would bid on that. I think. Anyway, uh, before you opine on that, so uh, I wanted to get that out there. That was good. Uh, let's very quickly talk about. The three hours of full enjoyment <laughs> we just had, yeah. where the first hour and a half, because it really was, at, well, hour 20, and then you, you spent 10 minutes in the bathroom, um, we were just flopping around like a fish that just gets in it the bucket. Right? It was yeah. ugly.
1: It yeah, yeah. playing with Yeah, we were playing with the guy, Chuck. Um, who was paired with us and he was like, I mean, you had, you saw him the look in his face. He's like, what are these guys doing playing from the And by the way,
0: first? he was 80 years old yeah, walking. And he's and just God, like, what him? are
1: these guys doing playing from the touch?" And then what'd terrible. we
0: do? what did we do at the turn that changed things? Um, well, we got that, Bloody Marys. No, there you go. And we started a match. Bingo. So for the first nine holes, I tried to be my best version of you where you like to play the game sober for the enjoyment of the game. And then for the second nine holes, you tried to be your best version of me. We were drinking and played for yeah, blood. You, you,
1: and I, how'd I that came, go? I came out of the bathroom. You hand me a Bloody Mary. You said something, something, dark side. And then you <laughs> played a match. I didn't say and that. And then but... I just started throwing darts in your uh-huh. face. After four holes, you were one under park. One under, two but up. Gross, you... not that Gross. Gross one under. And I was staying with you. I was up two, but you, yeah, you had to drink. I made a 10-foot putt to tie you. Two long par putts to tie to not be down four. And, and then I fell apart for three holes. Yeah, but then, the And then, of course, the off. problem was you had two holes back-to-back where you had a shot.
0: We ended up even going to 18, that easy par five. Yep. And we and you Drained scrambled. You yeah. had a great scramble up oh. and down from the first tee box. Yep. To uh, to to and I missed the birdie putt and we tied. Yeah, that was great. Great match, great
1: match. All square. So we're in going the
0: end. we're going back next week same time. So we're
1: throwing it out to everybody. If you want to join us, just call. Yeah, it's great. And I do want to mention something as an aside. Sure. Um, so great match. Cheers. All square. Cheers. I want to mention something else. We're all square on. What's that? So you gave me a lot of grief last podcast uh-huh. about falling asleep during a Bruins game at my house. <laughs> Not two days later, you show up at my house for a Bruins game. And you fall asleep. Okay, well, I might have been in the same situation you
0: were when you explained yourself just that I want to day. say we're all square. Okay, that's fine. I have I been drinking all
1: day with Driscoll and Crooker. Further accolades for Driscoll, by the way, while you were sleeping. Um, so I had probably five people over um, in my basement watching the Bruins game. And my son just rolls down. My son, the five-year-old son, yep. Luke, cutest kid on earth. He is. Rolls down. He's just like, I don't want to watch hockey. I'm like, that's awesome. Because yeah. he never was to watch yeah, hockey with me. yeah. He gets under the blanket, snuggles up with me. To his left is Driscoll. And Driscoll's like, shoot the puck! He's like yelling at the TV, <laughs> shoot the puck! And Luke looks at him and looks back at me. He's got the biggest smile on his face. Like, he's like, this is the greatest human I've ever seen yeah, in my life. Yeah, And then Driscoll goes, it's like they're playing in slow motion! It looks like, they're playing in slow motion! And the next game that I watched, it was just me and him we're watching the Bruins game, he turns to me and he goes like, Daddy, say they're playing in slow motion. I was like, I they're playing <laughs> uh, in slow motion. Great. He's like, no, 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 no. Say it like like Uncle Brendan. Brendan. And I'm like, they're playing in slow motion. He's like, ah, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so it was that was a really good time. I'm sorry that you missed it. Well, I
0: would say that you did promise me dinner that night and there was no dinner. Okay. So the one night I came that you slept... You had this beautiful well, you, you, spread of these, what of those, Southside
1: Chicago pizzas. You crushed. And
0: then I, cu- I didn't crush anything. There was nothing there. You
1: crushed an entire buffalo chicken quesadilla.
0: I don't think should, that
1: happened. That absolutely happened. No, I don't remember that. Brent. Everyone remembers it because you were standing in the same position when you ate the scalloped potatoes. <laughs> and everyone was, everyone, was, everyone, was everyone, was, everyone was in position. <laughs> I was wondering why Marston was holding a medical kit. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now I know. Yeah.
1: No. You ate, you ate a quesadilla and Brendan ate a cheesesteak. Um, and he offered to share it with you, and you were declined. I believe my wife picked me up that night. She, she did she not? She did. Thank
0: God. Um, but that was because Brendan drove me over. By the way, that was the day that Brendan and I—that was the day we played Shaker Hills with Rick and Bob and me and you. But you went home. Yeah. But Brendan and I stopped at this place called the Chip Shot, and we were playing Keno, and we weren't winning. And then I—I I, all the guys at the bar were, were 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 kind of watching us play. We're the only ones playing. And then we played all the Bruins numbers. If you remember, that was the yeah. night of the game they, that they lost, but we thought they were going to win. And I won a hundred bucks. And we just we sprinkled the infield with drinks, and then the bartender kept the rest. And then Brennan and I left. We went to the tack room. We did some damage there, and then we ended up at your house. So yeah, it was a big Wednesday. Yeah, you guys came
1: Wednesday. in. You guys came in hot. Yeah, we. You <laughs> if you want in, to call, we them. were having a very like sophisticated, <laughs> classy evening.
0: With uh, a few friends. With your your, uh, Landau's subs and all that? Yeah. Okay. All right, CJ, let's move on to the next thing. All right. Let's very quickly get into the reason why we normally have this podcast, which is our tournament. Are you aware that our tournament is now in progress?
1: It's in progress. We've got scores. We've had one
0: match, and it's, what is today? May 10th. We've had one match.
1: Yeah, there are more happening. That means we
0: have, what, 24 matches left to play this? this month? Yeah, there
1: are a lot to go. I think there are a lot happening this week. Okay. Well, well yes, better hope so. Well, no, I mean, it was tough last week. The greens were aerated. Yeah, they yeah, still... no, I, I didn't expect anything so The greens, I don't week. think, were rolling well until probably yesterday. Yesterday, I think, would be would have been a fine day for a match, um, but, like, I played Sunday. It was fun, obviously, but the greens were still really bumpy. Like, you could have hit a putt, and it would, it would hop. So, it's fair to say, we only have two people
0: here in the, as a quorum, or two of them, but... You have both your matches scheduled for May, correct? Correct. And I know we do as well.
1: Yeah, we right?
0: do. So I would love to think that everybody else does. I don't know how many times we can say it, but you're going to learn very quickly. Welcome to it. This is the way it works. You're going to get guys, reach out to you or me. We'll apply you because, you know, you're a nicer guy. On like, May 25th, ah, I schedule our matches. You know, I just, that drives me crazy. Yeah. Drives. And they're, they're going to think they have a really good reason why. And they gonna be like, you know, yeah. yeah. Just, it's, it's a family
1: podcast. Yeah. You're just going to be like, don't go to your brother's wedding. you got to play your match. No, that's not. Oh, okay. Really? No, I'm kidding. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Well, that's why we have four guys per team. We, we can make it happen.
0: You would think. Yeah. By the way, uh, you're welcome. I put. We are sitting on my porch, and I lit a mood candle for us. Mm-hmm. Would you like to read
1: the, uh, what is the mood candle? Aromatherapy, yeah, um, stress relief, yeah, blue sage, that. and lemon.
0: I'm in a great mood.
1: <laughs> you, I mean, it's hand poured. We might have to stop, we might have to stop this podcasting. Mids, yeah,
0: I'm yeah. <laughs> There's
1: some nice hot candle wax budding up there. Oh, yeah, you love candle wax, I've heard that about you. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, we've got
0: we're already going off the rails a little bit. All right, so can we get back to the crux of this thing? Yeah, so, um. We understand that everybody has to play their matches in May. We're in May. We're hard into May.
1: Yeah. And wouldn't it be great if they were already thinking about you? Yeah. We're already, like, our team, uh, I keep a Google Doc, and everyone puts their calendar into it, basically just when they can play every day during the month. And that way I can schedule with, the other teams, and just put together a day that we can play. That's great. That and puts you in the top 1% of people and, that do this. And typically that ends up with, okay, we could play May 18th or whatever. And I say, okay, well, these are the two guys that can play. Here's who you're getting. All right. Well, and that's great. Yeah. I mean,
0: I think it should be that way because you can't run to the end of the month yeah. and then be like, oh, okay, but I'm going to be able to play when, yeah. Jesus. I mean, it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. All right. I, I want to add, um, before we go off the topic of the tournament, some questions come in have come in. Go. One, I have gotten three times already, what's the format for the year on the matches? Is it stable for it or is it match play? It is match play. Oh, how many times have we said that? Oh, many, but I just want to mention it again. <laughs> Best ball match play, net, 12-month low handicap. Correct. That part...
0: I, I know we've all those things we've mentioned a hundred times. Now, I know other guys that don't listen to the podcast, that's fine. I don't care if you like the podcast or not. But um, even in the emails, I think we've been pretty clear we're going back to what it was two years ago. We have this table for a thing. And the reason we went to that, just so you know, is because we dropped down last year, if you remember, to six matches. And I was concerned about ties. Yep. Because we had guys like Rickenbach that were whining complaining about, Oh, I tied someone and I beat them. you know, just the, you know, typical
1: spot on Rickenbach like, impression. Yeah, Three hundred pound offensive
0: lineman whining about something like that. but anyway. Yeah. Well not anymore two eighty. No, he's two so. no not he's not at two eighty yet. But he's getting there. Um, so, okay. Uh, any other, oh also, by the way, congratulations as a member of the golf committee for creating the MGA. The Nishotic Men's Golf Association. I, I just I find it to be just a brilliant move. Can you would you like to explain a little more about it?
1: So the, the Men's Golf Association. There, there's already a Women's Golf Association. Um, it's it's meant to bring the tournaments that are played in Nishotic under the umbrella of basically under the, under the golf committee, basically for the purpose of putting a member in charge of making the experience a little bit better and working with the pro shop. So each tournament will get a budget out of the $50 per person pool to make a trophy or some kind of swag, a head cover, whatever it is. They'll be in charge of using that money to make the tournament better. Um, One interesting fact, anyone listening who is – maybe you only play McGavit Cup or you only play Twy or you only play those two, you will not be charged $50 for playing these tournaments because we talked about it and, you know – we were already set up, we were already running, people were already playing these tournaments before the association was formed. So that fee will not apply to these tournaments. Also, we will not be getting a budget to make a trophy or anything. I think we do just fine with the money that's come in from the tournament and um having parties and we have the trophy and there's I think the, the, the tournament is pretty pretty awesome as it is. So I was as he was
0: speaking, I was actually Drawing in the, the Blue Sage and Lemon, I could feel it. I, I'm, I'm nice and constant. You're calming down. Um, i got a couple questions. Let's make believe that you're the MGA representative and I'm just a guy that belongs at the club, which isn't a stretch because that's where we are right now. Um, so you're saying if I am just playing in the formerly known as McGavit Cup that I don't have to pay the $50 if I don't play any of the other events. Correct. Okay. But you're also telling me that if I choose to play in the spring four-man, four-ball, whatever it is, thing, that on top of whatever that cost is for that tournament, I also have to join the MGA and pay an extra 50 bucks. Yes. And what do
1: I get for that? Let's say that's the only thing I play in. What do I get for that? You get from that tournament whatever the... Whatever the chair of that tournament deems to be something everyone gets, or if you win it, the trophy or prize that comes from that tournament. Okay. Okay. That was well spoken. So Let me for ask example, you. So, for, for example, um, I believe for the opening day that there's a whole, there's like a hole-in-one prize that is part of that pool.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: so, I got another question for you. Let's say that you don't play in
0: any of the tournaments, and then just... By happenstance, in October, your, 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 your schedule frees up, and you want to play in the Gold Cup, and it's going to be the only tournament you play in all year, do you have to pay the $50? Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. Good talk. Good yeah, talk. Good talk. So, all right. All right. So, uh, CJ, uh, I don't know if you saw, but the email came out this week to reserve your spot for the Invitational. Are you in? I already registered, yeah. Are you bringing your boy, boy? Yes. Okay. Um, are we going to be doing podcast every day? Obviously. Duh. <laughs> We're gonna do a. We're gonna do a prelim, I, a, a setup, a postlim. I got some news for you that is not good, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, my one of my very good friends in life, uh, Martin Keen, who's, uh he's his wife died of breast cancer a long time ago, and he's now getting remarried, and I've been obviously banging on him about when is the wedding, when is the wedding, the wedding is this Saturday of the Invitational, so my wife is going down early, she's renting a car, and she's going to pick me up hot from the airport, because I am playing in the Invitational, I will just... Do what I got to do to get to the airport and get to that wedding at some point, even if it's wow. like at ten o'clock at night. I don't care. It's in D.C., so it's an hour flight. But yeah, are you I taking, got that.
1: Are you taking your private jet or no?
0: I'm going to take your private jet, oh. so that'd be
1: perfect. Yeah, um, that's great. Mm-hmm. I want to mention the podcast Not great. For, on the Invitational podcast, by the way. Um, so I had never met Troy before. Troy Noble, yeah. Oh, great guy. And so I met him yesterday. Yep. I was able to make the meeting in person. He's fantastic. Like, yeah, we have, he's a great guy. We are guy. very lucky to have Troy. I and he's a great like, guy. he mentioned to me, he, he's like, "Hey, nice to meet you too." And um, he's like, "By the way, during the invitational, like we were all listening to the podcast as we yep. were out there working hard." And, well, he, we had him on the podcast. And yeah, I mean that, but that was like, I thought. Oh, by was the really way, cool. he was a little dry last year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: talk to him about maybe you know well, bringing in a comedy stick or something. Yeah, I
1: so I, I'm very impressed with Troy. Yep, I think that we should do a groundskeeper's revenge tournament at some point.
0: Well, uh, his predecessor, Greg Cormier, did do that. Uh, it was usually at the end of the season, right before they're going to air, right? where well, You don't have to worry if you're going to. Yeah. And he emailed me and said, hey, Scott, tell a bunch of your buddies we're doing Greg's Revenge or Cormier's should Revenge. should do Troy's or Revenge. Yeah. And I, look, I don't know if you remember, but Troy put the Friday greens at the Invitational last year at 13 and a half steps. That was great. 13 and a half. Remember who lapped the field that day? Do you remember who that was? I can only imagine you're going to tell me. No, I'm not, because I know you know who it was. And, and you mentioned it to me twice today. Okay, well, it was, yeah, okay. You know why? Because we were putting at Whale, and I'm like, I need good greens. So that's all.
1: Yeah, you're just pissed that I kept making putts. <laughs> you me.
0: were making, you know what? You are one of the greatest bad green putters of all time. Good for you. Bad you know plus, what? Bad, I'm, I'm happy for you.
1: Bad times bad equals good.
0: I don't even know what that means. Bad putter, bad so. grains equals good putter. <laughs> I'm just happy you got rid of that spare tire that you used to use to putt with. So, <laughs> The Millennium Falcon? Anyway. All right, so uh, the Invitational, it, it's going to be a Lollapalooza. It's going to be great. Yeah. Now, do you think we'll get more teams than we got last year? I believe we ended up last year at 86 out of a max 96.
1: Yeah, so there's still room for 96. Uh, Brian's projection is that anyone who wants to play will will play. So I, I would imagine we'll be around the. That's a bold year, projection by Brian. Yeah. anybody who wants to play will play. But that's that's <laughs> that's ten more teams. That's a lot
0: more teams. You know. Like, I don't think and, you're going to get to ninety six. remember, there's guys that dropped out last year who aren't going to be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I I, I think that I think we're going to settle I'm, in that eighty five to ninety range. I agree. And ninety would be great. Look, yeah. the more the merrier. We all know that.
1: And there there are some updates to the invitational, so it, it is the same format, but the morning fl- the, so there's the morning wave and the afternoon wave. Each wave at the end will have a shootout. At the end, yes, to, I know that. To, so right. there'll be two champ, two. That's champions. why I may not make
0: my wedding because I plan to be in that shootout. Obviously, yeah. he, if Troy puts his stamp at eleven, uh, thirteen, I think and a half.
1: Mar- I think Martin will understand.
0: Yeah. No, nah, Muddy'll understand. He's yeah, you'll, you'll, face, Muddy.
1: you'll you'll face time in from the shootout.
0: Yeah, I'll be I'll be there by eleven. Yeah. I'll be you yeah. It'll be fine. Um all right. Uh so that's
1: everything Noshotic slash golf related? Well, I, I did wanna mention that we had our first Twy match. Yes, how'd we do? We played at Wellesley and I think as we've mentioned before, away matches in, in Twy, what you wanna do is win your home matches and don't lose your away match. Minimize. Much. Right. Minimize, Minimize your the damage. So yeah. we got 42 points at Wells. We had the second most points in the first week of an away team. Good. So we're in really good shape. We have a big home match next Wednesday against Braeburn, who is leading the league right now. They destroyed Oakley. Well, that's up to one week. match. That doesn't you know, That's fine. But, you know, they. I, I went and I looked at the – because it's all on Golf Genius. Yeah. And I went and I looked at the Braeburn matches. They had one team. Against Oakley, that won 11 holes in a row. Wow. wow. Starting on the second hole, 11 holes in a row they won. Was that a home match for that? Home match for yeah Rayburn, yeah. That, that's going to do a lot of yeah. damage. That can happen. And it wasn't like, I mean. See, that
0: it, doesn't happen in the shot because our, our holes are not that, you know, vexing. You know what I mean?
1: I don't think we're going to see that. We tend to win our home matches. I mean, I no, I know have, we'll uh, win
0: them, but no, I don't think anybody's going to win eleven. I mean, you know, when I'm back, maybe that'll happen, but not before.
1: We'll see. We have some. We have some good players. Like we had. Uh, I heard that Jim Denser, uh Denser played, played great. Some damage, yeah. Bill Ward played great. Bill Ward eagle eighteen. Really? At nice. Wellesley, he 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 played with Driscoll. He played with Driscoll. He he ripped it in from 100 yards. Jarred it. Wow. Um Mike Belkner played great. Belkner who is very By the way, I hear now. Belkner is felt. He's ripped. Wow. Speaking of, I had the privilege a couple days ago of meeting Jacoby Heatherman, Sean Heatherman's son Oh, Yeah, I Hammer. heard of that Jackhammer. Four ah. month old. Four month old Do you already boy. have abs and, and uh biceps? Four month old built like a Greek god, <laughs> just like his dad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Very cute baby. I mean, uh, it was what, great to see, I hadn't seen Sean in a long time, it was great to see him. Yeah, well, you know, he's been in hiding. Um, as, as will happen. Well, I,
0: I think he just misses me a lot, he, he texts me all the time. And
1: That's the first thing he said when I saw him. Yeah,
0: me. well, right, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, what's today, the 10th of May? Yeah. I am now, what am I, 32 days out.
1: I'm 42.
0: Alright, whatever. Let's call it 40.
1: Yeah. There's
0: a there's 40 a count- days 40 count. days, 40 days, that, is that what Jesus did? 40 days of, I don't
1: know, there's, there's some biblical reference 40 days and 40 nights of rain yeah. for Noah's ark. Yeah. Well, so uh, are you can
0: By the way, I am not rooting for that. I want all my friends to be 40 days, good and not, ready to go. Planning a flood and a shot of Bud Light? Nope. Oh, but, well, but, is it okay to drink Bud Light now? I, You know I'm drinking it. I don't, yeah. you know me, I don't
1: that's care all, that's all what I've been people watch say. Ever.
0: Yeah. All right, so, so I think
1: we're done with golf. All
0: right, so I'm going to throw a couple of things at you. This is non-related to golf and the shot again. This is more broad, general stuff. Number one, I hate the Boston Celtics, and I'm and and you have to understand, I'm one of the biggest Boston fans of all time. Larry Bird is an idol of mine. Um, though you know those, I even, I mean, I certainly was rooting for the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, uh, Ray Allen group, but I hate this team. You know, I. I hate Jason Tatum.
1: I know. I we had a we had a conversation the other day that you really wanted to trade him for Trey Young, straight up.
0: Well, I, I I mean that might not be enough, but uh, I think if you can trade Tatum and maybe package in Marcus Smart and get Joel Embiid, I'm on for that. Yeah, there's no way that gonna, would never. There's happen, no way Philly is going to part. Of what about? I mean, you know, I just don't think that. And and look, I'm sure Jason Tatum's a nice guy. A nice kid. A misguided kid, but a nice kid who all he cares about is the outside stuff and not winning championships. And that's a problem. That's a problem here in Boston. Either you can get away with that in other markets, you just can't get away with that in Boston.
1: Yeah. I want to mention, uh, take a quick tangent, because you mentioned Larry Bird. Um, And it's funny, the story actually reminds me of you. Uh, I was watching a documentary the other day about him, and there's this great story that I had I hadn't heard before. You probably heard it, but um, one night in Boston, Kevin McHale goes for he just on yes. fire goes for 56 points. Yep. There's like three four minutes left in the game. They're just destroying whoever they're playing, and McHale sets the Boston franchise record for points yep. with 56. Yep. And Bird is like, "Why are you going out? You got to stay in. You got to get to at least 60." Yeah. yeah. And he goes, no, no, we're, we're, I got the record, we're, we're winning, I'm good to sit out. And Bird goes, I would never come out, I would keep going. What are you thinking? And he's, no, I'm good. He said, all right, next game, game, next game against Atlanta. Bird goes on fire. It goes for sixty. He's yep. shooting the lights out. He's making everything. He's playing so well. The Hawks bench is With going rooting nuts, rooting for him, yep. like I falling over, falling over because. He's just draining, like, yep. just in people's eye. And he's yep. telling, like, like, Doc Rivers and Doc Rivers saying, he would come up to me and tell me, next possession, I'm going to come down, I'm going to hit one from the elbow in your face. <laughs> and he was like, he would just do it. That is yep. filthy, filthy stuff. That's it's so good.
0: That's why I can't embrace these, these AAU kids. Like, you know, and I, I'm telling you, This is not an indictment of a human being like Jason Tatum. I I, I actually, look, he's got a kid. He's young. He's already got a kid. But he takes responsibility for that kid. He seems like a nice person. He's well-spoken and all of that. I have nothing against the man as a human being. He just has been brought up the wrong way. He doesn't understand how to win. And he's got a coach that doesn't understand either. He's getting, the coach is getting schooled by Doc Rivers. But again, that's not even the coach's fault. That's the front office's fault. They should have had Brad Stevens step back in and coach
1: this season. That's what I was saying. Is can Stevens be president of basketball operations? Also, even just an assistant coach to come draw a yep. couple plays. And um, you know what I
0: what I what I blanch against when I listen to whatever it is podcasts or sports radios. People take it so personally it's not personal for me, like I, I I'm sure these people are nice people, all of them. Like I'm sure Joe is a nice guy, but they're not properly, you know, set at where they should be. You know what yeah. I mean? Joe Missoula cannot outcoach Doc Rivers. Yeah. And by the way, when Doc Rivers started out, he couldn't outcoach a guy that had the experience over him. That's the way it is. But I saw it coming from the beginning of the playoffs that the Salts were gonna struggle because of the coaching. And he's already it's been... lost one game yeah. He lost a game that they needed to win. That yeah. game that game, game on Friday, they needed to win
1: that game. Yeah. and they they had, whatever day they it, had it in their Sunday. Hand. Yep. Yeah. But even, yeah. I mean, the bird... You can't afford to lose a game because of the yeah. coach. Even, yeah. And I'll say for basketballs, stuff, even beyond the bird stuff, uh, you, you watched the last dance with Jordan, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so incredible. But, you know,
0: jo- so Jordan was obviously so unique and so great, but he did have, um, you know, a coach that understood just like Larry Bird had Casey Jones Casey Jones and here's the difference with with these coaches Casey Jones won I think eight championships yeah. with you know Bill Russell and Bob Cousy and all those guys he had his moment in the sun he wasn't living vicariously through that so he let those guys play he basically let those guys win three championships through Larry Bird because
1: he understood what he was that's how to do it. what he was
0: doing but they don't have that now. That's, none of them
1: know how to win. They yeah, don't what, know how to win. Well, that's what Phil Jackson did too. Yes. Uh, would, of course. Because he'd, he'd, he'd already, already done, done it. it right. But then um I thought one really interesting part of Last Dance was they when they showed Dennis Rodman and they said, You gotta just let Dennis be Dennis and Dennis was said, I gotta go on a bender for two days to Vegas yep. in the middle of the and season. And then I'll be back and, and I'll be then, back. And, and the, Phil yeah. Jackson said, Yeah, yeah. Go for it. So I mean, yeah, that's him being the
0: Zen master and all that, which I that stuff is all bullshit. Look, I coached a you can't, lot. You I can't coached argue a with lot.
1: Success, though,
0: no, no. And I coached a lot of high-level kids in in the high Well, prior to high school and all that. But it's it's all the same psychologically. You you have to figure out what makes them play best. And the Celtics just aren't there. So yeah. just so you know, I think they're going to lose tomorrow, and I hope they do because they need to figure this shit out. I think they need to move on from Tatum. Sadly, I think they're going to move on from Jalen Brown, but I think they need to move on from Tatum and Marcus Smart and build the team around Brown, but they won't do that. Yeah. So, All right, so that's that. Um, I got a whiff last night that you watched the show Succession. I love the show. Week? Okay. Well, this show, Um, and and look, I'm not a huge TV watcher, but if, if you were to talk about all the most famous, you know, TV shows. I've watched them. Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Succession is something else. Because there's no action. There's no, like, there's rarely a, like, there's no, like, killing. There's no violence. It is all... It's political. It's all tete a tete People with people. And
1: this season has been unbelievable. Do you agree? I agree. I I thought the last episode was really good. I, I thought that the Shiv and Tom scene on the balcony, where they finally let it all out, was absolutely incredible. I agree. Uh, you know are two great actors. I mean, it's one of those things where you know, I watch interviews with them outside of the show, and they have these like British accents and stuff. Yeah. And, you, know, you realize how good these people are at acting because like Tom has a very like effusive personality, British accent, but then he becomes Tom when he's acting, and he's this kind of insecure guy who is going for the money and he be, he's becoming more and more ruthless as yeah, he goes they're, so they're all driven by money as we know Yeah,
0: I thought the most brilliant part of this final season was staging Logan Roy's death on this plane where Tom kept telling the three siblings he was putting the phone near his ear and they had to say something and none of them knew what to say. Yeah. That was, like, I look, I mean, I know you and I have both had situations with, with, our, with our fathers, but I'm pretty sure if I was in that situation, I would be able to cleanse my soul and say something to my father, and those people could not do it, and it was so cringeworthy, and if I don't care if you even watch the series or understand it, just watch that five-minute scene, and it is just unbelievable.
1: And then on top of that, you have... They're all they're all ready and willing to power play to get power oh, in immediately, yeah. But if they say, "Oh, who's going to speak at his funeral?" Right. And none of them, or like, none of them, step up. Well, to do supposedly
0: it. Uh, Roman is now going to speak at the funeral. That Maybe, should be but it was this relu- coming week. Reluctant,
1: it was reluctantly. Yeah. So, uh, just I want to say, by the way, brilliant te- television. One thing I was, th- one angle I thought they might take this season. And I think it's probably too late for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Was they kept setting up Connor. As this guy who's saying, hey, you know, I never had the love of my father. My, you know, I'm, I'm marrying this woman of ill repute, and I have never known love. I have never known it, so I don't need it. I've, I was I was wondering if they were setting up to where he's going to take over the company because he's it's potentially possible. the most ruth, he's potentially the most ruthless Pos- person. It,
0: well, and as we discussed, that it was like at Game of Thrones where Bron came out of the blue and all yeah. of a sudden he's the guy,
1: it, which was kind of lame.
0: So I so my concern obviously is that this is a very deep kind of you know intelligent um, TV show and guys out there like you know Patrick Doyle and. Matt Pastor, you know, where they like to watch like Bojack Horseman and stuff. They won't they won't get it. But yeah, if you are um, if you're into something where you have to think, this is a show you should watch.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens in the end, but I also don't want it to end. That's, I know, that's but a sign it's of a it's great happening. show. It's coming soon. I think it's three episodes left. Sadly it'll
0: end before I'm back at Nashadok, which is a soap opera into itself.
1: Yeah. It's own its own version of so, the session.
0: Um final thing. We are 13 days away from the opening day party at the tack room, at the tack room. which is going to be awesome. So the, the, the owners are locked and loaded, ready to please. Our boy Tommy can't wait, and Mikey, they, they all can't wait. The staff can't wait to meet
1: everybody. It's going to be great. So we're giving away a gift card there for best team name. How are we going to determine that? Um,
0: I think we're going to do by applause. Okay. Well, you and I will. I I would say that you and I will probably take, the. We'll, we'll get it to five. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Which I think we can do. And it won't be us one because we neither of our teams are that good.
0: No, no, no. Neither. Both, neither so, yeah. of, it won't be either of us. But we'll get the five that we thought were the best, and we'll throw them out there, and the best, the biggest applause, get the gift certificate. Because like there are some leaders in the clubhouse. You I would like agree. Yeah. There was some good, creative, you know, ideas out there. Yeah. When it comes to the names. Yep. So, okay. So, we're going to do that. Uh, We're going to have a uh, podcast next Thursday at the, uh, at the TAC room. We are. Remember, we
1: talked about that? We are. All right. And that's going to be, that's going to be big. Tommy will be there. Uh, I think Brandon will yeah, be in if there. if anyone needs an invitational guest, you probably want to bring Tommy. Oh, my
0: God. Tommy, is a, he's a four, and he's a legit four. He's a great guy, and he doesn't drink, so you don't have to worry about him showing up <laughs> hungover like you did today. So,
1: um, anything else? CJ? No, I think this has been a great, broad range of topics we've covered. It's been an amazing day. We're not even to noon yet. This could be the greatest
0: day. We got business to do, you and I. This could be the greatest day of my life. We're going to tack Room right now for lunch, right? We are. All right. All right. Uh, Without further ado, we are out today. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Perfect.